Welcome to Life Beyond the Chariot, a faith and family series from the St. Philip Institute. We believe we are called to not only know, but also to live the truth of the gospel within our homes, in our workplaces, and beyond. We believe we are invited to encounter Christ in the messiness of day-to-day life and to live as his disciples. Welcome back to Life Beyond the Chariot. I am one of the hosts, Mickey Seba, the catechetical specialist here at the Institute, and my co-host, Deanna Johnston, the director of Family Life. And I always get super excited for our conversations. I consider it a tremendous blessing to, um, for part of my job to just come in and talk about faith things, mom things, yes. uh, and it's just a joy. So <laughs> uh, here we are nearing the end of November, and this year has been <laughs> crazy. Dump- we'll get into the we'll get into the craziness of dumpster this past fire year. <laughs> comes to mind. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and you and now getting ready to start a new year. So Advent is the beginning of the church's mm-hmm. liturgical year, and what do we do to get ready for that? Which also prepares us for Christmas, but maybe to put on a fresh lens um, for this upcoming year. Uh, and so that's sort of what we're going to talk about today is a little bit about Advent and our goal for Advent, a program that we have for women this Advent. But before we get into all the fun details, I'm going to throw it over to you to lead us in prayer. Is that okay? That sounds good. That's good. And I'm actually going to read from uh, the Gospel of John as part of our prayer because I think it kind of sets the, the conversation well. So in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. This is from John chapter 14. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give it to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled or afraid. Lord, we ask that you help us to enter into this peace, especially as we prepare for Advent, as we prepare for the end um, of this year, that you would open our hearts, help us to lean in and trust in your mercy, your goodness, and to rest in your peace. And we ask all these things in your name. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. I love that. That's so funny. I have that quote on my notes, too. Nice. Um, it's so good. The idea of peace. And and what what is that? Um, it's been one of those things difficult for me to um, to really grasp. Because when you think about like a peaceful lake... That means like there's little movement on it. Like Mm -hmm. there's no ripples. It's just smooth. And so when I think about peace, I think about my life being smooth. And that has not been the case. Um, What about yours, Deanna? (laughs) It's been a fun fun year. (laughs) I think this, for for me, uh, like this year has been very unexpected. Um, (laughs) Not and but and at the same time that there have been a lot of really beautiful blessings that have come from it, and in the same way, like when I think of the word peace, that there's like a, there's a calmness or a stillness. Um, so when I think of 2020 and all of the adventures that we've had, um, especially since March, um, peace and calm are not <laughs> at the top of the list. Yeah. But I also see how perhaps the Lord is calling us to enter into to that peace in a different way than what we would have imagined before. Yeah, I think uh, 
I think when I get into a routine, like once I figure out like, okay, so this is, this is how my life is going to look. Mm -hmm. This is the routine. And even if the routine is busy, like, like, okay, we got it. So right when I think I have some sense of peace, because I feel like everything's sort of evened out, Mm -hmm. you know, um, as far as my expectations, yeah. then something like 2020 hit and I mean, with just everything, I just feel like there has been so much turmoil in 2020. I mean, we could just name, I mean, we could just name them, right? right. Corona, um, distance learning, right. <laughs> um, riots, election season. Right. Um, my dad passed away mm. um, in August, and that threw me for for a loop. Even though God showed tremendous mercy in that, there were so many things that I'm like. This is hard. Right. And I was like, and I kept desiring like, okay, nothing, none of those things that happened, not one of them were in my control. And I've come to realize that nothing was really in my control. And, and I've, I've really been yearning for that peace, right? The mm-hmm. peace that when, when God, when Jesus says, let your hearts, um, do not let your hearts be troubled nor afraid. And I'm like, man, I feel like that's been most of my 2020, troubled and afraid. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, but I want to not be that way. Right. I want to, where, so where can I find this peace? Where's, uh, how can I have that? Because if my life were a lake, (laughs) I feel like there's still going to be ripples and there's going to be, um, waves or, um, like the wind is going crazy. And I'm like, I just don't think it's peaceful, but after um, reading this book we're going to tell you guys about and, and, and meditate on that, like Jesus offers us peace and it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter exactly. what's going on like in the world. Exactly. Uh, or even in our home. Like there could be utter turmoil and Jesus still promises peace. Right. Um, and the fact that he says, peace I give you, not as the world gives, because I think we tend to think of of peace in our own definitions Mm -hmm. like okay well if god's going to provide peace then everything's just going to be okay and things will be back to normal or we have a very um, specific mindset of of what that will look like but he says here it's not as the world gives you Um, do not let your hearts be troubled um, but the priest of Christ is something that is beyond anything that um, that we can come up with on our own. There's no substitute <laughs> for yeah. that. But the other word that you said that that really, I think, defines some of the difficulty of this past year is the word control, that we yeah. desire control above all things. And that was probably the hardest thing about lockdown and quarantine and adjusting to distance learning and uh, many other things it was just like my the control is out of my hands and now I have to adjust or or figure out what happens next but realizing like okay well what if this is an invitation to allow God in in a way that he hasn't been in my Mm -hmm. life before so yeah yeah it's almost as if like he's forced his way in Hmm. (laughs) you know (laughs) right um I don't know if I'd willingly open my door to uh, to some of the things going on. Right. And I think it's been a very clear invitation that God is like, all right, you need to relinquish control mm-hmm. and you need to have complete trust in me. And th- I think there's always, I think there's always been uh, times in my life where I'm like, okay, no, I, I think that I'm giving God mm-hmm. everything, but then something happens where some of that is taken away and I'm like, hold, hold on. 
you know? And then I, yeah. And then I realized how much I did not have complete confidence Mm. in God. And I Mm -hmm. know we've talked about this in, in prior episodes, but the idea of like trust, do I, do I fully trust God? Like if someone, if I just sat with that question, do I trust God? And I've named out all of the areas of my Mm -hmm. life. Do I trust God in my marriage? Do I trust God with my children? Do I trust God with um, our finances? Do I trust God with my health? Do I trust God with my family? I mean, we could just go through a list right. of those things in, in our lives. And I think for me, it's just boiled down to I don't have as much confidence um, in God as I ought mm-hmm. or as much mm-hmm. as he asks. And um, so that's why I'm just I'm so excited to, to dive into this um, idea of peace uh, and, and having more of a... Um, like a depth to my understanding of what that is. Because yeah. I think in my mind, I think of the story of when Jesus is, you know, asleep on the boat mm. and there's the storm and everyone's like freaking out. And he says, you know, he was, he's like, be still and everything's calm. And in my mind, I thought, okay, that's what peace, like yeah. when things are going to chaotic, God's going to take control and then it'll be still. Yeah. And that's not the case, <laughs> you know? Um, it can be still in our soul. It can be peaceful in our soul. And I feel like I am just a beginner in the stages of understanding and practicing that kind that kind yeah. of peace. Yeah. I'm so glad that you made that connection between trusting God and what actual peace is. Because if it's like, okay, God, I'm going to take care of these things and you can take care of everything else because I know that you'll just handle that. Like be, having the humility to surrender, like those are the types of words that I think really define like what God is calling us to in in this past year, like surrender, humility, um, relinquishing control. Um, but yeah, that 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 inner peace, that that tranquility that can only be found when God is in complete control, not seventy five percent, not. Mm-hmm. 99.9 when when God's got everything that's when everything is as it should be and that's how we find true and lasting peace. Yeah, um I was reading some um I found this quote from St. Francis de Sales and he says um never be in a hurry, do everything quietly and in a calm spirit. Do not lose your inner peace for anything whatsoever. Even if your whole world seems upset. <laughs> he was not a mom. <laughs> <laughs> right? I was like, okay, so I can I can concede that my whole world feels upset right now. Right. <laughs> and, uh, but the whole idea of like not losing my inner peace for anything and do everything like quietly and mm. the, with a calm spirit. And I'm like, I don't even know. I don't know how to do that. And... I'll be 38 this year, so at the end of December, and I'm like, I feel like I'm so old to even start like looking at that question, like how can I acquire this sort of calm spirit? Um, for, because I've come to realize that I gotta have it, and it only comes from God. And so, how? What does that process even right. even look like? And it almost seems like a daunting task. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, but I. Um, I think when we were talking about, okay, so what what do we want to do? Do we want to do something for Advent? Because I know even our worlds have been flipped upside down and trying to uh, do things differently 
here at the Institute with COVID and all of those things and restrictions. Right. We're like, so what do we Social do? Social distancing, yeah. And um, we even prayed a novena. Mm-hmm. We prayed the, no- the surrender novena. And that one, that prayer um, that you pray 10 times, um, Jesus, I trust in you, take care of everything. Mm-hmm. That has kind of become like my mantra. And I have so appreciated that. And I know we we're thinking like, okay, we just need to do something. We need to kind of get something together because it, I, I feel like it's important for me. And I think that there are a lot of other women out there who are like, oh, yeah, I desire this peace, you mm-hmm. know, this, this peace that Jesus says. And so um, this was something that I had started reading um, when my dad passed away. And because I was just like, mm, grief is a weird thing. There's lots of things going on in my soul, plus everything else that was <sighs> happening in the world. Yeah. Um, you know, adjusting to homeschooling and uh, moving into a new house and everything was different. And I know that's most of our audience. Almost everything has changed and is different. And there's stressors in our lives now that we couldn't have planned for. Right. You know, mm-hmm. there are some people who listen who are out of jobs and different financial stressors. Um some people in other parts of the country, there's still major restrictions on mass and even going to church and mm-hmm. um, all of these things that I think have sort of taken us back or taken our yeah. breath away. Yeah, it's very easy to get, um, it's very easy to turn on the news. I mean, even for just a few minutes and we we don't watch the news in our house, but I mean, for the moment that you just open your phone or see a news headline, it does within seconds, your inner peace can be disturbed or seeing what's going on with the state of our country or what riot is happening where, or it's very easy to feel very overwhelmed by what's happening. So this, it's a good time for Advent. <laughs> it's a very good time for Advent. And, I'm on, and I was thinking, okay, so I want my next year to be different. Mm. And I would probably say for me, my biggest hope for entering into this Advent and, and going into the year 2021 is that no matter what happens, that I don't lose my inner peace for anything. Mm-hmm. And that's my hope. Uh, and I don't I don't think I'm the only one who wants that kind of, you know, interior peace. Like I want what the peace that Jesus says, I leave this with you. And I think what's so great is he's not gonna take that away. Like Mm-mm. this is my peace and I want to give you my peace. I'm not gonna take it. I'm not gonna take it from you. Um, that it is there and it exists. Um, because he's always there, you know? And, um, so when I started reading this, I was like, I think this might be a good Advent thing. Um, or at least it's been good for me. And so I guess right now we can just sort of tell people a little bit about the program, but then we can do a little bit more talking. Um, so with everything that we're in, um, the whole idea of like abiding in peace, like being able to experience that peace no matter what happens, mm-hmm. and I think resonated with both of us. Mm-hmm. And so um, we have, we've come together to create this Abide in Peace. It's like a virtual program. It's a self-paced program where we go through this book, um, Searching for Peace, Searching for and Maintaining Peace, A Small Treatise on Peace of Heart by Father Jacques Philippe. Um, and if, if you are watching this on YouTube, you can see it right here. Um, but we'll put a link in it in our, mm-hmm. for, our sh- for it in our show notes. Um 
But it's a small little book that I think even for busy, busy moms, we could probably hopefully tackle it. Yeah, <laughs> with a suggested reading schedule that Nikki has put together <laughs> to so keep us on track. Uh, yeah, suggested reading schedule of like how to navigate this, um, not having too much, but also enough to where we can just really um, enter into um, enter into what it is that Jesus has to offer us, right? This piece that he has to offer. And I'm a highlighter. Me too. <laughs> I love to highlight and make notes in books. And the only reason I haven't highlighted this whole book is because this one actually belongs to my husband. But even if I did have my own, I think I would be highlighting every single <laughs> yeah, page. Got my tabs, yeah. <laughs> um, but what it is, so you're so basically going to be a self-paced, you know, going through the book, reading it. Um, the next few Life Beyond the Cherry episodes that we have are mm-hmm. going to be, today we're going to talk a little bit about the preface. Mm-hmm. Um, on December, I want to make sure I get my dates right. On December 4th, for our um, Life Beyond the Cherry episode, we're going to talk about part one. And then um, on December 11th, we're actually going to host a live session at 7 p.m. to mm-hmm. kind of talk about like, Mid-Advent, how's it going? Any thoughts that our participants have and want to share? Uh, we'll have a special guest if you won't want to miss that. Um, and then December 18th, we're going to release um, another Life Beyond the Chariot that deals with part two and three of mm-hmm. the book. So that'll be the whole book. And um, yeah, there'll be like a little booklet um, that you can print off that you can write like reflections and journal mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. Mickey's done a really great job uh, with that. So it's our, it's like a, a, a you've got your reading guide, um, uh, the reading schedule, discussion questions or like reflection questions, space for journaling, and then throughout the whole season of Advent, also reflecting on the Sunday Gospels, which mm-hmm. are are really great for really tying us into to the season as well. So Sunday Gospels, this book personal reflection and then having that mid-advent live check-in and we'll have all of that information but yeah if you go to the front of the St. Philip Institute website um, you'll see the Abide in Peace logo and you can register there it's a free resource we hope um, lots of women uh, participate single women married women whomever yeah yeah (laughs) we'd love to have you and and um, I just know like it's hard to just stick with the preface for you know, the continuation of this podcast, because there's such good things in here. But um, one of the things that that he starts off with is um, that we live in a day of agitation and inquietude. And I think that we have already discussed that that is absolutely the case, <laughs> that um, there is definitely an increased uh, uncertainties, mm-hmm. anxieties, and worries that have accompanied... Well, I don't want to speak for everyone. I'll speak for myself. That have accompanied me throughout this past year. And I'm like, I, even if the world does not become different, I need to be different. Yeah. Um, I don't like this um, being in this, what feels like a constant state of like irritation. Yeah. Um, or agitation and inquietude. Um, and because when that happens, I know what manifests in me or mm. through me is not good. Mm-hmm. Is not good because we also know from what is it Galatians chapter five I think it's verse twenty two. Look at you! I know and brushed <laughs> up on my Bible. Uh, it talks about the fruits of the Holy Spirit, and peace is a fruit. Mm-hmm. 
of the Holy Spirit. And um, we all know, like, if a tree grows, as long as you give it all the right ingredients, you know, and, and everything's good, then it's going to bear good fruit. And so I think just taking this time of Advent of, like, okay, is my – not necessarily outside my worldly environment, mm-hmm. it, and, but where am I getting the nutrients to grow? Yeah. And – as long as we are connected to um, Christ and we are striving to do his will and we are just like making him priority, um, that a fruit of being connected to uh, to the vine, right, uh, being connected to Jesus, a fruit of that is peace. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of use that as my litmus test sometimes for my spiritual life. Like, okay, am I really close to Jesus? Well, let me look at the fruits of the spirit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> am I more joyful? Nice. peaceful, gentle. And when I say no, then I'm like, all right, even if I thought I was close to God, I'm not really. <laughs> um, and um, so just knowing that that is a fruit that can come from a deep spiritual life. And I want that. Yes. Yes. And I, I think that really highlights like as Christians, as as people who are striving to be disciples of Jesus, like our, our lives are not our own or, or it's not just about like Deanna being happy. Like that's not the purpose of my life. My, my the purpose of my life is to to love and serve the Lord and and hopefully to draw others towards him and recognizing that if the peace of Christ does not reign within me, if I am not resting in that or surrendering um to to that, then there's no space for God. If I'm going to fill myself up with uh with wanting control or being anxious about things and not you know entrusting those into to God's hands, what room is there for God to to move and act? And I had highlighted um sorry if I skipped a couple of paragraphs, no, um but He says, because then the heart allows itself to be driven by the Holy Spirit and God is able to do more with it by his grace than the heart could do by its own efforts. And that, I mean, you think about that in ministry, but also just in family life. Like, you know, we have all of these things that we're trying to do. We're trying Mm -hmm. to form good human beings in our children that, that they're, you know, becoming, that they, that they love the Lord, that they um, are decent people, that they don't do crazy things at mass, um, <laughs> that they pray well, things like that. Um, and sometimes we can think like, well, it's all on us. Like mm-hmm. I have to be able to do all the things, but really like, well, how, how open am I to God's grace in yeah. my life? Um, and I, I don't want to, I don't want to jump too much ahead, but as you were talking about that, that sort of, um, and I think I like to, I like to think I like to take people like the, give people the benefit of the doubt, mm-hmm. and um, I really do think most people, uh, even when they're trying to control a situation or control thing, is because they want it ordered and they want good mm-hmm. and they want what's best for the people who are immediately involved in that. Um, and I, man, I mean, it's so embarrassing to admit, but it's almost as if I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna all of those things that I can do. I'm going to try to do it. And once I find myself in a bind, then, then I'll be like, okay, God, I have realized I can't do it all. I'll let you help me out. Um, and, and thinking that that is the way that is going to lead myself or the people in my care or my ministry or whatever it is, um, that that will, that will lead them 
to where they need to be that will lead them toward um, holiness and sainthood. And uh, this one, this one quote, it's in part one, so I am getting a little ahead. I'm sorry, but it just, it's the Holy a Spirit. Teaser for a little teaser. Yeah, yeah. But um, Saint Seraphim of Sarov said, Acquire interior peace, and a multitude will find its salvation through you. Mm. And I thought, okay. What I need to do is I really need to stop trying to take control of all of these other right. things. And I'm not I'm not saying like be lazy and just be like, all right, God, right. fine, just do what you want to do. Because <laughs> um, we do. I mean, we have responsibilities or things that God has placed mm-hmm. in our care. But a lot of it is about our interior disposition on how we view God, his role in those areas in our life. And um, I guess I just wanted to to mention that quote because so people can see the importance of our own interior peace Mm -hmm. and that it is essential Mm -hmm. it is essential to our relationship with god and it is essential for the work that he has given us whatever whatever that work is um, it is essential for any of the the trials or tribulations that come our way. Right. Right. And having that peace, um, it is possible um, because Jesus tells us it is possible for that to not be disturbed and it's yeah. not going to be taken away. Exactly. And I think that this book does a great job of just laying out, okay, where do we start? Exactly. And I think all of this ties really well with our previous episode with Father Braun talking mm-hmm. about an introduction to the interior life. Like it all, it's all connected. <laughs> it's all connected. Um, and just to give um, our audience a kind of a preview of what to expect, you know, part one talks about interior peace, the road to saintliness. Part two, how to react to that which causes us to lose peace put in 2020 there. Um, and then part three, what the saints tell us. Um, so looking at folks like St. Francis de Sales, Teresa of Avila, Padre Pio. Um, so just some really solid um, advice um, that will hopefully be helpful and make this Advent season more fruitful mm-hmm. for everyone. Yeah. And I think too, um, and as we enter in, like I think the scary part is that coming to the realization that okay, my interior peace, like God's doing the work and I just have to surrender myself and let, Mm -hmm. listen to what he is saying, completely trust in him um, and his divine providence and know that he ultimately is in control. And I think when we do that, there's a lot of vulnerability that happens. And it's going to be, I mean, even though I'm excited about this program and this Advent, I do think it's going to call us to take an honest look at our own interior life. Mm -hmm. And that can be intimidating. Mm -hmm. And I'm the first one who will admit that I can get real defensive if like someone's calling me out on something. I'm like, hold on, wait a minute. And I can get defensive and just, I mean, I can defend probably the worst of behaviors. Uh, But just being able to sit there and like meditate on it and think about like, okay, um, I do need to change. Yeah. Or... Maybe I'm not as close to, to God as I thought I was. Right. Or maybe I try to grasp at control mm-hmm. um, and I shouldn't. Like, I think it's going to be a challenging road. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be such a good one. Oh, for sure. For sure. And I know this program specifically is geared towards women. We come at this with our perspective as wives and mothers. And there's like a whole box of 
worries that that come with that vocation. Um, but I mean, really, this is for anyone who um, who needs to to all of us need to reflect on, you know, how much do we trust God? And I feel like that's almost been a theme um, with this year. Do I trust God with everything? Mm-hmm. Um, am I willing to surrender every aspect? And I, I feel like that's something that I, I really have to take to prayer. Do I, do I trust God with every single aspect of my life, mm-hmm. whether that's ministry, my vocation as a wife and mother, um, daily things is all of that in God's hands or am I really trying to hold tight to control and the funny thing is is that we when when we really do surrender all of these things or we really rest in the peace of Christ that's where true joy can be found Mm -hmm. and as and Advent is such a joyful like anticipatory season where we're like longing for Christmas um, and it's going to be different this year. It's probably mm-hmm. going to feel a little bit different this year. But to recognize, like, Jesus is still Jesus at the end of the day. Yep. It doesn't matter what else is going on in the world. Jesus is still Lord and Savior. Um, God is still God. Um, and that, if if that is true, if that's really true, then how does that change the way that we live our lives? How, how does that change um, our openness to, to God working in our lives. And can we really just rest in the peace of that and recognizing that like peace is not like a, this very passive thing that mm-hmm. it really can be, a an active, um, yeah, just an active thing and, and a cooperation with, with God's grace in our lives. So, yeah. yeah we'll and I'm excited. So Deanna and I, ha- we haven't really talked about any of this book together. Right. <laughs> so I'm excited to just be able to bounce ideas off mm-hmm. of her um, and any other my other close friends who um, read this book and take part of this program. But I would like to encourage um, anyone who signs up, if there is a group of friends that you have that you can just um, gather with, either a small gathering at your house or just over the phone or something too, like every single week to, to build that up to have that conversation, to get a new perspective. Cause mm-hmm. there are things, Deanna, that you say sometimes, oh, I never thought about it that way. Mm. And, and just be able to also share kind of what's been going on in my own yeah. um, interior exploration yeah. of what God is doing. So um, I couldn't be more excited. This is going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. So be good. Um, just a little bit of a recap. We really hope that um, all you ladies out there, Southeast Texans and beyond. Um, Southeast or Northeast? Oh, shoot. <laughs> Southeast East Texans, would... please join us as well. <laughs> I moved from Southeast Texas two years ago. Man. Sorry. You know, and I was just telling her before we got, okay, I messed up the beginning of this episode, so we had to restart, and I'm like, I just always feel like I say things that are silly. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. The Holy Spirit is calling a women's group in Southeast Texas to, right yes. now to join us. And Northeast Texas, too. The in- entire tri Any Texan. Area. Yeah. Any Texan and beyond. Uh, <laughs> any any Americans and beyond. Whatever. Yes, Extend please, to the whole world. <laughs> please join us. And you can go to the front of our website, um, so stphilipinstitute.org. There is a men's conference coming up on December 4th. Um, the Papal Ninja from American Ninja Warrior mm-hmm. is coming and some other really great speakers. And for the women, this Advent uh, program, it says Abide in Peace. It's a free resource. You just fill in your email address and name and we will send you all of the necessary yeah. materials. And order your book. Yeah, order it now. Amazon yeah. Prime. So, um, all right, all you Southeast Texans. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so my East Texas folks, I'm still getting yes, used to it. It's okay. Um, we love Tyler. So, uh, yeah, I forgot what I was going to say, but um, please register. Let us also know if you have any comments along the way or things that you would like us to address in these mm-hmm. different parts or even in the live session. We'd love to hear from you. And they should email us at podcast, podcast at org. And before I say anything else that's silly, we may just close this out. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. You want to close this sure. with prayer, Deanna? Sure. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good and gracious God, thank you for the gift of our faith. Thank you for the gift of joy and friendship. Um, Lord, as we prepare for this upcoming Advent season, we ask that your peace reign in our hearts, um, that we can trust in your mercy on a day-to-day basis, and that we can live uh, the faith with joy and love. We ask all these things in your name. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.